one of my favorite sounds. I know, right? One of mine too, especially because my ass was the one doing it. Anyways, how are you, Gray? How, not bad. How you doing, Devin? Oh, you know what? I'm doing pretty okay. Be more okay once we can go on ahead and uh, get into this topic here because I'm excited about it. You want to just hop right in? Oh, absolutely. Like, I've been meaning to talk about this for the longest time, and now that I can just spew my brains out, oh, you might not be able to shut me up. <laughs> okay, awesome. Well, let's go on ahead and hop right into it. But you know what? Before we start that, Gray, what are you smoking on today? Oh, today? Now, actually, I'm smoking on an odd strain. I, I don't actually know where it originated, because I got it from the dispensary the other day, and I haven't looked into it. Mm-hmm. But it's called... 10th planet number two. 10th planet number two. That shit sounds futuristic and or spacey, and I kind of like it. How what does it taste? What does it do to you? Uh, it gives me like, you know, a nice little uh, body high, but kind of like more euphoric. So like you're not getting physically tired. You're, you're still up. I think it's a, it, I know it's a hybrid, but I think it might be uh, more of a sativa dominant or, a, you know, it could just be this batch. It could just be me. But either way, I'm enjoying it. Got you, got you. Well, I'm smoking on this uh this this cherry cheesecake. Um, and let me tell you, the taste is pretty fantastic. It's not abrasive at all. It's got kind of like an earthy hint to it or whatever. I think so. It's a hybrid, but I think it's indica dominant. But this shit makes you chatty as fuck. I'm trying to tell you. I'm sitting over here smoking it with my girlfriend, and like she won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, well, I mean, and me either. Well, you. Terrible for you and your situation, but that'd be great for us because we're going to have some awesome combo right now. Nigga, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to not shut the fuck up this whole time. <laughs> uh, so today, let's just hop right into it. Oh, so today, we're going to go on ahead and be discussing uh, the show Disjointed. Uh, for you guys who might be uninitiated and or unfamiliar, Disjointed is like a, it's a Netflix original like sitcom and it follows like the life of uh, Ruth white feather feldman and and her her antics with her employees as she runs a, a dispensary i believe it's located in california uh for this show okay yeah uh she runs a dispensary with her son and their gaggle of friends and they, they come across a whole lot of really interesting situations and characters I, I like the show a lot and so i'm really excited to talk about it today with you oh absolutely now, there are going to be some spoilers this episode, but mm. we're not going to spoil everything for you. We're going to go over a lot of the major plot points reasons, and reasons why we love the show. And then we're going to encourage you all to go out and watch it for yourselves. Whether you be sober or stoned, it's enjoyable either way, especially with friends, because I was laughing so hard. Hell yeah. So why don't we go on ahead and jump into kind of like, you know, talking about some of the characters, right? I think of we course. should start off with the main character. Let's start with Ruth. Like, so her old ass, she is an aging marijuana rights activist. What the fuck is a marijuana marijuana rights activist? Do them niggas have rights? Did I just call marijuana niggas? You might be high. I might be fucked up, yeah. But anyways, that's cool. Anyways, she's an aging marijuana activist. Um, and I believe her era was was very obviously the, the 60s. Um she is the owner of the dispensary. Um, she's also uh, mother to one of the other titular characters, Travis, um, who co-runs the dispensary with her. Uh, they have a very different style of, of management and, and just 
character. Um, so, so Gray, what, what do you think about Ruth? Do you, you have anything to add to that or? Oh yeah. It's like Ruth. So much, I'm sure. Oh, oh, absolutely. So <laughs> like Ruth is an activist, but she is also a lawyer, a rabbi, a shaman. <laughs> Damn. And she's been arrested in what, what, what she said it was five consecutive, five consecutive decades, I think. Five consecutive decades. I see. Oh. I told you her ass was old as hell. I told you her ass was old as hell. So, like, she 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 brings a lot to the table and a lot to the conversation, especially when it comes to her opinions, because she is very strong willed and thinks that everyone should be in her corner and have to go her way, which doesn't mesh well with her son, who in personality is almost the polar opposite of her. Because whereas she is you super super sixties hippie, he's millennial two um, thousands like needs to just go out and get that job. Needs to make that money. He wants to be the Walmart of cannabis. That and- nigga is like updated twenty eight. When the hell was the show made? Twenty tens Carlton. He is Carlton Banks. This nigga. All he really cares about is is expanding, you know, kind of that marijuana business like you were saying, Gray. Uh, but he's got a more serious demeanor when it comes to marijuana than than his mother does. But I guess in kind of a in kind of a weird sort of way, like w- wouldn't you say that Ruth is also kind of serious about marijuana in her own rights? Oh, well, absolutely. Like as yeah. as we as you said, she's a marijuana activist. Like she's been protesting right. for the legalization for, uh, you know, for literally decades. And she believes in the healing effects of marijuana, both for the physical as well as the mental ailments, or just in general, because, like, you know, you might be bored, or in case you're a dick, maybe they help you stop being a dick. So she's really more attuned to the, uh, the healing effects of marijuana and yeah. doesn't, doesn't like it being industrialized, whereas Travis sees it as an opportunity to get in on a gold rush of it. Like marijuana is like taking its first steps into the mainstream worldwide. Why not get into it? Is what he sees. Unfortunately, that doesn't mesh at all with Ruth's really old school views on marijuana. His ass really is the Carlton Banks of weed. Like, so his mama is a lawyer. Do we know what his daddy did? Um, if I am not mistaken. His father used to be a Black Panther in his younger years. That's actually how he met Ruth. But he, he, he used he to be tried, a Black Panther. He used to be a Black Panther. And at some point, he decided to turn into a corporate lawyer. And now he works for a huge law firm. Okay. he He's a corporate lawyer. He really is Carlton Banks. You remember, you remember Uncle Phil? Uncle Phil was a lawyer or whatever, too. Uh, I don't necessarily he wasn't a corporate lawyer but he was he ran his oh, own no, practice. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. No, no, he was no he was corporate. No, he was corporate. Really? He, he, yeah, no, he he, uh, he was uh in the law firm of like Fourth Win and Meyer. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Damn. Okay. Taking my ass to school today. Um <clears throat> so yeah, no. He he, he is he, he strikes me as as somebody who who's very uh interested in expansion. He's he's a more serious character like you mentioned. Um, like has been mentioned numerous times at this point. Uh, what do you think about him, uh, like personality-wise? I found the scenes with Travis to be 
both interesting, but I also found him as kind of annoying. Like he's a little bit of a opportunistic dick when it comes to marijuana and marijuana enterprise. He's an enjoyable enough character, but and I think that little bit of dickishness in him, I guess for lack of better terms, uh, makes him a more interesting character. I kind of found myself sometimes generally being okay with his presence, but not really necessarily wanting him around like that. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting because, like, when you when you think about like his background, like what uh, little they actually like went through over in the show, you have to think that he was an only child biracial and raised by two lawyers with opposite uh who are on opposite ends of the spectrum when it came to the law sure 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 well i mean ruth and ruth and travis aren't the only characters yeah uh, yes, in the show yes. okay yeah, yeah so yeah, let's I go had... on ahead and let's go on ahead and, and cover carter oh uh, no, I mean, well or or did you have a did you have something else in mind yeah i, I mean no i mean i was just uh going to comment that it, uh, oh. Yeah, no, for, for Travis, it uh, makes for like an interesting like character development, like trying to navigate like, those two while growing up and still ending up in you know in the world of cannabis. So, I, yeah. I, 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 so I, I think that that's a huge attribute to like his, I, for lack of a better term, I think I'm going to say quirky personality. Fair enough. Actually, that is that is a much better term, but I still like my term dickish. Um. So yeah, I guess but, with, with, with Travis, you know, there to balance out kind of some of those stronger personalities, I kind of want to get into Carter because there's some really interesting aspects about Carter that I think really kind of tie in and I guess tie together a lot of uh, uh, Ruth and, and Travis's personality, but also some of the other personalities in the shop. Uh, Travis is the security guard. Oh, Jesus no. Christ, Carter is the security guard. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You really are high, huh? <laughs> no, I'm actually not right now. That's the crazy thing. I'm actually not fucking feeling it like that. But I don't know. I was just stuck on Travis for some reason. Oh, Anyways, Carter <laughs> is the security guard for the uh, for the shop. And Carter's really interesting because Carter suffers. He's, he's a veteran, uh, I believe, of the Iraqi war. Uh, uh, correct. Okay. Uh, so... He's a veteran, um, and he's had a lot of uh, traumatic experiences, not just uh, related to his time in the military, but also his his whole entire life. Um, and one of the interesting parts about Carter um, as a character is that in the show, we're 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 shown his like PTSD flashbacks, or 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 like we're exposed to that intimate moment in his mind, and it's the pace of the show changes and it becomes an animated visual and it's telling you a story. I feel like the first time we went through it, it was kind of like poetry uh, and it was showing you a lot of the things that happened to him uh, while he was in the military. And you see stuff like that happen to him and a few other characters um, throughout the whole entire show. And I feel like it's always something that's kind of uh, refreshing. Uh, Gray, what do you think about Carter? Oh, I love him. Like, the take they did uh, on him as a character is phenomenal. So, as you stated, he is a veteran of the Iraq War, and he suffers from PTSD. But when the show starts, he does not smoke marijuana. He has never smoked it whatsoever. So, um, and he doesn't smoke it until, like, a couple episodes in. So, you actually get to see... Um, his progression from um, the beginning of smoking marijuana to ease his PTSD um, 
but as you as well as seeing him progress as someone who you know opens up more because he's like able to deal with his PTSD due to his use of marijuana. But through, through the animated flashbacks you see in the episodes uh, with Carter, you you also can start building a kind of story um, of his past to see where he's coming from and how he got to where he was. Because where we see him is, I'm assuming he hadn't been back in the U.S. very long um, after he got back from war. So, um, so them um, taking that approach really allows them to really uh, show the audience how the character was in the past without having the actor like having to deal with um, the current state as well as the right. previous state of like the character because like that is a lot to ask for a character, especially in the sitcom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? I found his character to be refreshing um, just because of his personality like you kind of we start off with carter and he's kind of uh kind of standoffish he kind of comes across as like the the stoic unknowable character who's like some most often yeah. comedic relief um yeah he's, he's very rigid yeah yeah and you see him kind of you know evolve and start to break down some of those barriers and walls uh, you know kind of throughout the progression of the show and I guess I found that to be a really fascinating ride, um, you know, as opposed to, you know, characters in their drama, um, you know, such as with with Travis and even Ruth. Um, but yeah, what, what did you think about Pete uh, from the series as well? Because he, you know, <laughs> he's the he's the shop's grower um, and he certainly is a is an interesting personality um, in and of his own right. He didn't actually appear in that many scenes to me now that i'm thinking about the show he really didn't appear that often but when he did appear it was almost always funny he's kind of an oblivious character yes and i feel as though he appeared like twice as much as you think like yeah bringing really? up pete who oh, yeah so like after discussing pete like we'll go back to we'll like uh, tie them all into all the other characters because yeah. like i don't want to give out too many characters like i just right, a right. funny show go, go watch it everyone but Please. um so, so with Pete, please, please. I, I feel as though he is one of those characters who he has his own story, and you do get to see it every now and then. But his, uh, but he's one of those characters that everyone likes. So he's constantly in the background helping everyone with their stuff, and you so you don't notice how often he actually is in the show until he actually comes in with his own storyline. You know what? I guess that that's fair. Um, because like when you would think about it, like whenever like a, a half of the like epiphanies in the show, or like when the people are having phone calls and stuff, like it, it's in the grow room. Pete's the grow. He, he grower. He's always he's almost always in that room. Now, he's see, I don't know if I agree with that one. When people are having those, like, well, wait, what do you mean epiphanies? I guess, like, are like, you talking- so, 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 so it's like when, it, when when they come to conclusions that they need to go and do something, or like, because I'm not well, about- talking about. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm not necessarily talking about like any of the animated sequences. Oh, like, okay. Like, okay. But like, a, like a lot of like conversations that that, that lead to uh, action that's going to be taken, and I don't, and I mean like action that's like going to be progressively move the story, like gotcha. uh, interaction between characters, not just like you know something that's just like errant. Gotcha. 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 Understood. Understood. Um. Yeah. I always got what. I can, but I can also see that uh, as being like kind of a story device for the show, seeing as the uh, girl room shows all of marijuana as well as that 
beautiful mural in the background and whatnot. But it, it what the hell? There's a mural in the background. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Whoa! Is everybody just been aware of this? I looked over at Sarah. She just nodded her head like, "Yeah, stupid." And I'm like, "Whoa, okay." So I guess <laughs> there's a mural in the background. My bad. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, no, I always found Pete to be kind of an interesting character. He's oblivious, but then he just comes out of nowhere and drops like knowledge bombs sometimes, and like it's it's like he's like. I don't know. He like operates while high. He's like in a perpetual state of being high. He even remember the super weed part or whatever, where he just he grew super marijuana and you know the shit was talking to him and everything. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like a strain. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, dude, what? But I, you know, uh I think he was like, was he the only person to ever do that or something? I mean, I granted it's for the purposes of a of a sitcom, so you know, of course, but I found that to be really interesting too. It kind of speaks to like his uh, uh, innovation capabilities and how good a grower he actually is. Yes, and that is just like the general interactions with Pete. Like pretty much all of Pete's uh, like solo scenes involve him with the uh, characters in his head. Right, right. Well, uh, so you want to talk about how they how they all kind of tie together? Because I'm kind of curious. You mentioned that earlier, and I was like, "Well, shoot! If we can if we can tie them all together and and, and talk about how they're they're kind of the glue of the show, that would be cool." But I think that there are so many different characters in there that you know. Uh, oh yes, be yes, yes, yeah, yeah. So like. No, so when I say tie together, like I don't mean like how like they hold the show together, but like I, I, I so I put I chose these specific characters simply because like it shows you how large of an array of characters they have in a show that's about cannabis. Like we haven't even mentioned any of the anti-cannabis people. We haven't mentioned right. any of the young entrepreneurs. We haven't mentioned any of like the repeating customers or anything like that. Oh yeah, so, like there, so like, there, there is a lot of personalities going into like just this sitcom i mean this is a fantastic cast and a lot of them like the embody a lot of them like embody a different type of stoner while also you know having their own like developing personal lives in the show yeah which i is fantastic so yeah. like, that's that's why i wanted to uh, touch on the show really truly is fantastic now the people that made it isn't it the guy that made the big bang theory oh yeah chuck lore big yeah yep chuck. yep Oh, yeah. yeah they, Big Bang Theory, Mike and Molly, two and a half fucking men. Yeah, well, that that's a testament, so you know the fucking writing's good, so y'all's asses oh. better go out there and fucking watch this shit after I yeah, just spent my damn time talking to y'all niggas about this shit. Yeah, petition Netflix. <laughs> if they're not gonna fucking pick the show back up, petition Hell yeah. to fucking drop the fucking um, contract for it so that it can be produced on the Hulu. Hulu would take that shit, I'm sure. That shit, I'm they, sure. They have, so, they have so many cannabis shows out. Hulu will take it. And it, it does seem, and it does kind of seem like a Hulu type show, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It just has that feel to it. Um, You know, I, I, you, you mentioned earlier, you know, kind of talking about like the different types of stoners. You know, we've had this conversation before, you know, kind of off air where it's kind of each character is like representative of a different type of stoner, a personality or, or a stereotype. Um, you know, what do you think about Ruth? What what do you think she would embody? 
Oh, gross. I mean, I guess the uh, the the '60s activist, the old yeah. school stoner type of character. You yeah, know, like uh, the 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 flower child type. Of yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Peace, peace, and love to all. Like, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, and Travis would be kind of the. Uh, oh, he Travis would definitely be like the business owner. Like he, he yeah, it, he's. It, it, he's the uh in, industrious one like yeah he, he, wants, he, he wants to revolutionize marijuana in a way that both helps people and makes him money yep he's <laughs> the he's he's the kid that that you know started smoking marijuana and then all of a sudden was like oh my god i love this shit how can i make it a business he's that dude um let's see pete is pete is the I don't even know. What would you call he, it? Because, like, he's also kind of like the flower child. Piece of love uh, well, type well, dude. Well, well, yes, but, like, Pete he's is... Shaggy. Like, he, you know, he, he's shaggy. He's a connoisseur. Like, he, he, he is a he is a cannabis connoisseur. Like, no, like, like Ruth has been around the van. She has smoked everything, but, like, she ain't on Pete's level. Pete will literally brush every flower petal on a single plant because he, he is that obsessed with marijuana. It has to be perfect for him damn i wish i could obsess about anything that hard um, i mean i mean i've I've met a couple growers actually like uh, you'd be uh, quite a few people over at um michigan state have gotten into uh horticulture just for marijuana and like hops really you know, they, they, they like weed and beer so well <laughs> fair enough they're wrong fair enough fair enough um let's see here what, what, what would you what would you think of someone like carter you, you know he's kind of like the he's the actual medical patient you know the individual who comes to marijuana and it actually serves you know it's it's intended function it's medicinal properties yeah he's um he's a medical patient he's a veter- veteran he is an an active case of showing the benefits of marijuana when it comes to ptsd right um Let's see who else do we who else do we actually really have like so there are there are you know um other personalities in the show like like Taekwon Doug he's kind of like the anti stoner right like he he's kind of like the show's opposition you know at least initially yes. where you know you kind of see some static develop between him and and Ruth in the shop uh in episode 1 I believe honestly few minutes into it um where you know he's threatening to get the 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 shop shut down because of uh uh someone smoking marijuana in the parking lot or something like that it might be that it might be the first episode actually yeah i think it is i yeah, think, I think it, it is I, I think it actually yeah it might be just like part way through the first episode yeah well so anyway. you you get you get from that though that he he's kind of the show's constant comedic opposition he is he's the anti-stoner he's the person that's vehemently against it he uses strange terminology that i don't even understand why are you hoopla in my back garden and i'm like what the fuck does that even mean yeah, i guess yeah, it, it, yeah it should be noted that he when, when we say anti anti-marijuana we mean like he 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 does not like marijuana he does not approve of it but like he is not like an asshole cop he is more of a suburban dad who doesn't want that shit around his neighborhood <laughs> not on my watch ass nigga yes <laughs> <laughs> um 
let's see. So, I mean, oh, you know what? We have done everyone and the entire show a huge disservice. Um, we have not mentioned Dank and Dabby. Uh, and I feel like that's a problem. I feel like I take personal offense to it. Uh, and I think we should rectify that right now. Gray, if you wouldn't mind, would you go on ahead and introduce Dank and Dabby for me? Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, I got you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what the <All> fuck? Right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, I got you. Okay. If you could see me right now, nigga, I got my <laughs> I got a loudspeaker over my mouth. Okay, yes, nigga. Um little energy for you. Little 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 energy. That's the energy you can expect from Dake and Dabby. Because they don't Basically. stop. Exactly. <clears throat> exactly. Or, Otherwise, they wouldn't be referred to as Fuckstick LLC. <laughs> but yeah, so Dank and Dabby are actually a pair. Like, they're always joined at the hip. And they are actually dating. But They're the, an interracial it, couple. Yeah, we see a lot of that going on in this show. Fair actually, enough. Yeah, actually, Fair yeah. Fair enough. Damn. Almost everybody, now that we think about it. Yeah, what the fuck? Did you... Did you, you just know say something? Okay, here. Well, okay. All right. Yeah, no, there are a, that, that is the entirety of the show. Interracial couples are us. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't I don't think except for like well, I mean, maybe Ruth and uh what's his name? I, th- I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. Um, but anyways, Dank and Dabby, as you were saying. Yes, yes. So, interracial couple, they are a YouTube duo. So I have categorized them as the entertainer uh, category of stoners. So what I say by that is they get on YouTube, they do weird shit, and they smoke shit tons of marijuana. And when I say shit tons of marijuana, can you guess what I mean by shit tons of marijuana? They shit out marijuana. No. I mean, they actually might because they know how much they consume. Like, I mean... They, Do you understand say, the man, fucking process that the shit would have to go through? Does it like just reform in your body? You're smoking it. I, I hope I they're mean, not ingesting. They, 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 the they had two. They, they had two ounces and said it wasn't even gonna last them the afternoon. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what? When? Yes. Do you know how much what? fucking money do they fucking spend on weed? What the hell? Well, considering that they both make what ninety five k a year, each on YouTube each, that's each still stupid. individually. That is and that still doesn't stupid. that doesn't that doesn't include merchandising. That doesn't include free shit. Hell, at one point Travis started giving them weed for free just for fucking sponsoring ass. They don't even pay for the shit anymore. Fair enough. Damn. Yeah, I need to get like Dink and Dabby. They asses. You know what? I don't think they're that smart, but at the same time, they're fucking geniuses. I know for sure Dabby is, she's fucking smart as hell. The way that she was I sitting mean, there, you know what? Look, let me, I rescind my damn statements. Never mind. They deserve every last bit of everything that they asses got. Because they're entertaining as fuck, honestly. Um, I, I mean, yes, but like, God, I, fuck it, spoiler. Spoiler, I gotta say this. Oh, go ahead. They, they, go they, are, both, they are both intelligent AF. Like, not for the fact that they set up their YouTube to make money off smoking weed. But they are both college educated. With uh, Dank, notably, getting a master's from Juilliard. 
holy fuck i didn't know that last part um i didn't know that he got a, a master's yeah 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 he has he has a master's in art from julia well then clearly your ass was watching the show and taking notes i i feel like i was slacking yeah um so you know i Suffice it to say, the show is absolutely fucking fantastic. And you know what? If we haven't persuaded you by this point to go and watch it, I don't necessarily believe that you're going to be fucking persuaded. The show has so many positives going for it. The only negative that I can see at current uh, would be the fact that it only has two seasons. Unfortunately, it was tragically cut short. It sadly, yes. But that's why we were telling you. Put that shit online. Have Hulu pick it up. Fuck you, Netflix, for canceling it in the first place. It was a fantastic show. Yeah, exactly. But also, 420 is coming up, so we got plenty of time to start watching that shit. Oh, you know what? I think that it's a fantastic 420 activity, to be honest with you. Sit down, go on ahead and get fucked up and binge uh, disjointed because, well, that and various other things to be honest with you there's a lot of weed-based media out there right now it's kind of like a weird renaissance period for it honestly i know and it's wonderful because we're gonna be talking about it all here on seriously stone exactly so you know what gray i think that's a good place to go on ahead and cut it i think i want to go on ahead and say thank you for tuning into the seriously stone podcast this is Devin. this is gray and we'll see you next time stay beautiful